Welcome back. You're listening to The Fringe Following. I'm your host, Lucina, and today's date is Friday, January 8th, 2021. Well, I don't know about you, but the first eight days of 2021 have been interesting, haven't they? We've gone through some pretty highs and some pretty low lows already. And uh, obviously, if you haven't figured it out already, I am talking about our um, the recent events of this week. You know, there's a somber feeling in the air. You know, I live, as you know, I live across the ocean in northern Italy, and I'm with you with that somber feeling. I understand. I'm not there physically, but uh, I can definitely feel it. And even I had a strange, sort of unsure, confusing feeling. And uh, what I'm here to talk about today is something, well, a little bit different uh, from a different angle. Uh, For those of you who are unsure what happened this week, I think a lot of people are confused. But I would say a high percentage of people truly believe that uh, President Trump has conceded. And uh, I'm here to tell you that I do not believe that our warrior president just said, you know what? I give up. Joe Biden wins. (laughs) I, you know, we've seen him fight. We've seen him do an experience and be dragged through the mud. And his family have been, they've been dragged through the mud as well. And while we know he's still a very wealthy man, he has put a lot of his own wealth on the line. And it makes you wonder, why would somebody do that? Why would someone do that? Is it for money? Well, it can't be for money because, you know, he's all about money. He's a businessman and he made not a dime. In fact, he's put a lot of his own money and time and resources and people into all of this. And so again, it can't be for money. It must be because he loves his country. You know, we've heard him say it over and over again. We've, we heard him when he first started running back in 2015. If you need a refresher, go back, listen to what he says in those early rallies. You know, at that time, my hair would stand up on the back of my neck. Well, all over, really. I felt excitement. Like, wow, someone truly cares and is talking about the very things that I was already seeing even back in 2015. And I believe many people had picked up on what they were seeing. And, you know, all he had to do was talk about those issues and those problems that had been plaguing our nation. And he won the hearts and minds of many then, and he won even more hearts and minds in this recent election. So if we go back to 2015 and we look at the constant fights, the constant attacks, the constant efforts of a panicked deep state and their minions constantly trying to drag him down. Would he go through all of that and risk so much 
his family included, to 12 days, or now we're 12 days before um, the inauguration date, to just throw in the towel and give it out, give it all up. Go back and listen to his speech. Read the words. His many speeches actually in the recent days and weeks have so much in them. You know, some people think, you know, well, he's not hiding any subliminal messages in there. Mm, I beg to differ. I beg to differ. You know, some of the language that they're using. So I'm talking, when I say they, I'm talking about him and the people who he keeps close to him, the people he trusts the most, the ones who are out there on Twitter, the ones who are out there doing, um, you know, even on Facebook, the ones who are out there fighting the good fight, the ones who have had much of their lives destroyed, like General Flynn by the deep state, because of what they know, what they were willing to speak up for. They tried to shut them down. All of those people, which actually isn't a lot of people when you think about it. When we look at the recent events of everything that has happened already in 2021, even, we see that President Trump does not have hardly any support at all in the Republican Party definitely not in the democratic party. Now there, I think there, there are a couple of individuals in there and I would say from, well, we have Ted Cruz, which is more of tea party. Um, well, not more of, he is a tea party uh, member and a few odd people here and there, but the party as a whole does not stand behind him. So now what is Trump left with? You see, this is a really interesting point that Dave from the X-22 report pointed out in, uh, in January 7th. So today for me, when I receive his updates, it's kind of like a, a few hours behind. So it's, he posts them on January 7th and I see them the next day. So in his report that I got access to today, he points out that, um, now, now that he knows who is who, even his own pre- vice president, which I think he already knew anyway, you see, President Trump is thinking so many steps ahead, so many steps ahead. He's not a stupid man, not a stupid man. But um, going back to all of that, it's evident and very clear now that he is free to act in the way that he needs to at this time. He doesn't need to wait for anyone to to approve anything, to do anything. He has the Insurrection Act. He still is in charge of the military and the National Guard. And he still has many of his executive orders that he put in place way back in 2018 even. And, you know, it's so difficult right now for a lot of people to see all of this because even I didn't see it all. I mean, I knew he was a fighter. I knew he's, I knew he was a warrior. I could see that he was standing for something that I have never in my whole entire lifetime 
maybe Ronald Reagan, maybe Ronald Reagan. There were, you know, but Donald Trump stood for things that were bothering many of us. And he was willing to say it and put it out there. (laughs) Um, He didn't care about his reputation. He didn't care what it might do to him. He didn't care what he might've lost because he knew at the time, even then, what was at stake for the country. So, and what the plans were, of course, and we know what we've talked about in uh, past episodes, and there's a lot of information out there on it as well, um, that the Great Reset is one of the worst and most evil and corrupt systems that they are trying to put in place out there. Well, everywhere. And the United States was definitely the last stand on that. Um, And they tried to push their way in through communist efforts. And, well, they are still in thinking that they have won the election. And uh, it's fascinating to me because he you know, hasn't conceded. And he's also saying things like, this is just the beginning. (laughs) And he said it a few different ways. He said it in the speech that people think was his concession speech. Um, There are a lot of opinions floating around out there about what really happened with the Capitol building, you know, what was kind of mixed in with it all. Um, I have no proof of this. I, I only have the word uh, and opinions of other people. And I, I think it's always possible that this could have also been part of it, um, that the opinion of some, or, I mean, we call it opinion because they didn't really source a lot. Um, you could probably go out there and find a little bit on it. But apparently there was a group mixed in with all of those people with the Capitol building Um, who charged in at the right time and they grabbed some laptops and they also got Nancy Pelosi's apparently. Now, we'll never hear about that on the mainstream media news. I'm not hearing about it really a whole lot, only from a few sources. Um, So it seems like there was some kind of covert operation there and there's some ties to it to Italy as well. and the Vatican. Um, And there's some pretty damning evidence and information we know is out there. We know it is in the possession of someone and most likely a lot of it in uh, Donald Trump's possession, maybe not on his person, but someone does have evidence and information. And I also find it fascinating as well um, how we have a president or sorry, um, general Flynn said two days before. So this is on January 4th. He actually, um, tweeted out. Let's take a look here. He made a very interesting, um, statement and, uh, there's a video here as well too. general Flynn in the next couple of days, I think we're going to see some extraordinary historical moments and definitely over the next 30 days. Hmm. That's very interesting. Why would he say something like that? 
Uh, the other thing too, which I also find fascinating. So now that the deep state is in a, oh, we've won or a kind of a euphoric sort of we've won state <laughs> right now. Um, we have Nancy Pelosi already out there, you know, flapping her, let's invoke the 25th Amendment um, speech on him. Well, if he's leaving in, uh, well, now 12 days, why do you need to, why do you need to do that? I mean, you can't wait 12 days. I mean, that's not very far. It's less than two weeks. You can't wait 12 days for him to go. So you want to do it now. Why? What do you know? What do you realize when you say something like that? I sense some panic in DC. Absolutely. 100%. Um, Another tweet here on art of war. Let's go patriots. Stand firm. We are nearing the end. President Trump will be our president for another four years. You can count on it. Don't lose heart or get discouraged. Instead, Pray for at real Donald Trump and the military as they take down the swamp. And, you know, this is the other thing, you know, last night when, um, you know, Michelle and I were messaging back and forth, uh, it seemed to many people all was lost and everyone's just kind of hanging their heads and, oh, we did all we could. I could feel it. And I could also tell that something else was going on and I really wasn't sure what it was at at that moment. And I really needed to be still and I had a difficult time going to sleep. So I just didn't fight it. And I, I spent some time really, you know, really feeling, thinking, just going through those, you know, I wasn't doing a lot of researching. I wasn't reading anything. I was really taking the time to think about all of this. Uh, and think about what was said and uh, what's going on and what's consistent with Donald Trump. Well, we know, first of all, that he has said repeatedly, if you just go back and look at so many of his campaign speeches over the years, and even in recent times, we will never back down. We will never give up. He has said those, he has said those very statements hundreds of times. Okay. So that's one important point. The other thing is that I find really interesting as well too. He has, he said, we will not concede. He has said it many times since the election. And before the election, they asked if he had a concession and, uh, um, an election or reelection speech. And he said he had neither. I find that interest. I always found that interesting as well too. So what makes you think now, if you are not sure what's happening and you may believe that Donald Trump conceded and he threw in the towel and it's done, what makes you think our warrior president just did that, that he would just go back on all of those hundreds, maybe if not thousands of times he said that we will never give up, we will never back down. What makes you think that he's backing down now? I know it's kind of cutting it short, but think about this too. And this was something that Dave and um, a couple of other people out in the community, in the community of truth 
have been talking about or just sort of, you know, getting to it all. And it, it, to me, I've seen this acceleration of what the deep state wants for us. Okay. And I was thinking about that too. I was thinking, wow, I mean, you know, especially in recent months, maybe like the last few months, I would say the last six months, you know, I don't know, something like that, roughly. So it hasn't really been that long. I've just felt the acceleration. I've seen the acceleration, especially in recent months, like maybe the last two or three. Think about it. You know, I think uh, a lot of people tend to be a little confused about the moves that Donald Trump makes or where he might stand. Um, for me, I, I, for the most part, I never really questioned where he stood when it came to the constitution and freedom and all that kind of stuff. It, it was hard for me to understand why he, you know, stood with vaccines. And again, if you prefer, if you believe in vaccination, I'm not putting you down or judging you at all. I'm just saying for me, myself personally, he never talked about being vaccinated. Not at all. He in fact talked about how he felt it was a constitutional right to choose to be vaccinated or not, which I totally agree with. I could never understand. I was having a hard time understanding some of those things like with operation warp speed and things like that. And, you know, there was a lot of theories, you know, and, and ideas that, um, that Dave from the X-22 report would point out and it did make sense to me. And it still had me on the fence. Sometimes it's hard to just take someone's word for it. Um, when you're not actually sitting down with the president himself and asking him this, these questions and would he tell you anyway, he said many times, I'm not, we don't tell the enemy what our plans are when we go to war. And he's been saying that he said that quite a bit, especially in the beginning. So to me, I think in the beginning, he was already stating very clearly that we're in a war. They're never going to know what move we're going to make because you know what he's doing? He is going along and playing within their illusion. So optics for the deep state, I mean, for him his optics for the deep state have been super important. Optics for the people as well have been super important too, but he couldn't just come out and just say, well, you know, I've just been playing along, right? First of all, you know, that would just give everything away. And he wasn't prepared to do that because there was so much at stake. So as he's played in this illusion and as he's gone along with some things, and I'm probably sure that it wasn't easy to go along with some of that stuff. What has happened? The acceleration that I just talked about or mentioned a couple of minutes ago, the acceleration of what they want. And I'm, and I say they, I'm talking about the deep state or Mr. Globalist, however you want to talk, put the, put, put all those people who are pulling the strings and, or the people behind the curtains who are, who are doing and orchestrating all of this stuff. Okay. They, they are the ones that, um, he needed to keep going. He needed to convince and because right now they truly believe they've won. Now the people closer on the ground to Donald Trump, maybe not close, not close in proximity, not close in relationship, but the people who are all in DC right now, Nancy and Pence and all of them, all those traitors who have committed treason and all kinds of crimes 
um, unimaginable. They're all there in DC and they're panicking for some reason. Nancy Pelosi is out there immediately within hours of January 6th asking or demanding that we, that, that the 25th amendment be invoked. Does that sound like someone who's not panicking if they can't wait, you know, 13 or 14 days? (laughs) Um, I think the jig is up there, but we'll have to see what happens. It's always a, we'll have to see because we don't know exactly how this is all going to play out. But what I do know and what I am seeing as I have thought on this very deeply. Um, and as I was thinking last night, I'm going to go back to that. You know, I thought about the worst case scenario. We know um, what they want for us. They've accelerated their plans. They've been brought out into the light. We can see exactly what they want for us. Those of us who do see, and those of us who are looking for answers or trying to understand what this is all about. They want communism, total control, 2020 is a perfect example of what they want. And as I mentioned in the past, go to the Global Economic Forum and look at Mr. Klaus Schwab and what he wants and what he's out there preaching on his podcast and through every other medium possible. And then they turn around and call, they were calling it a conspiracy theory, but not anymore. It's out there. You know, we've got New York you know, uh, the province of Ontario and Canada, New Zealand, and who, and who knows all the other places bit by bit, they are creating these or have created quarantine camps, uh, in Germany, they can just break into your house and go into your house and, you know, uh, remove you, (laughs) remove your children, do whatever they want in New York. If they suspect that you are ill or you may have come in contact with someone and it can be even, it can just be, they suspect you and it doesn't even go, doesn't even go by identity. So they can make an accusation and just put you in a quarantine facility. Really? So we've seen, um, you know, scenario after scenario of their plan, what they want for us, what they truly want. They want us to be locked down. They want us to be controlled. They want to put us on the uh, universal basic income if we comply with their demands to be vaccinated or else we just get put into a facility if we don't comply. And if we do, we get a nice little amount of money each month. We are in a, you know, what they call like a, I guess, sort of like a utopian state. Sounds great when you sell it, but uh, it's not so great. If you really dive into that subject, it doesn't, it's not so great. And their type of quote unquote utopian state is not what anything close to what uh, Sir Thomas More wrote about in his book. But in a way it is, it just sounds lifeless, boring. No one, you can't create, you can't, you're not free to be an individual. Your talents and your skills are not celebrated through your hard work. There's no satisfaction. Everyone just comes and does their job in the factory or in the store or wherever. 
they go home to their rented furniture and clothing and, uh, you know, electronics and things like that, which, you know, in a sense, we've already been moving in that direction. I mean, we can, um, we can lease a cell phone, we can lease furniture, uh, we can lease, we lease a car. I mean, it's kind of already a system they've gotten us accustomed to. So pretty soon, we can we can pretty much rent to own everything and the same people are going to make money and as long as we pay by play by their rules we can have this nice comfortable life where we don't have to worry about anything wow sounds really great but there's one problem with that i can't get ahead in any way i can't move up the ladder i can't use my skills i can't you know and i have someone telling me what i can and cannot do and it's not going to, like I said, it's not going to be, well, if you don't choose this, you live out somewhere, you know, in district 12 <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> it's going to be, if you don't comply, we just lock you up until you do. And we put you in isolation. No one can see you. No one can, none of that. Okay. So it could even be worse. It could be just a do or die, kiss the ring or we'll burn you at the state kind of stuff, right? Sounding like state church talk. And if you really want to understand what communists want for us, just go back and study study the state church in Europe, the, the one that the founding fathers ran, ran away from, that sailed across the ocean, the one that they told, you know, that they would tell them, oh yeah, no, there's nothing else out there. There's no other land. And they laughed at them and they mocked them, but they knew there was more. They weren't stupid. They knew there was more. They just didn't want them to find it. They didn't want to lose their control. No sooner did they embark on their journey to find the promised land, were they on our doorstep already trying to thwart their uh, desire for peace free market, prosperity, and no state church telling them what to do. And then they received the constitution, which was inspired by God. And that constitution, that document, the bill of rights, that dictates roughly what God wants for us in a freedom sense. So I don't want to make it, make it kind of all about that, but it's such an important thing to remember. If you just go back and study the state church, pretty easy. There's some pretty deep dive studies on that. A lot of rabbit holes you can go in on. And if you look at communism in the past and the worst case scenario communism, I mean, the parts of communism that they don't really talk too much about. Um, communism is pure evil. And it's not just we tell you what to do, where to go and what to wear and you rent to own from us. It's not just that it's worse. It's way worse than any of us can possibly imagine. And so my thought on this again, back to the thinking last night of, well, hmm, seems like he conceded, but I'm reading the words. I'm hearing what he's saying. I've been hearing what he's been saying over the past, you know, since 2015, I, I don't hear that he's conceded. And he's not just going to throw this, throw the towel in. And I was saying to Michelle, you know, it's like a, it's like there's all this darkness and confusion, but I would say darkness and, 
it's definitely, there's a damper on the mood and excitement for sure. But there's this flame, this little flame burning to me. That's just kind of the visual I wanted to, uh, to give you. There's this little flame burning that tells me, and if you really look hard in the darkness and the confusion, you can see it. And that's hard to do. It takes a lot of courage to be willing to see that, especially right now when so many people, Trump supporter or not, believe that Trump conceded and that Joe Biden is the president on the 20th. So, and so that little light burning in all the darkness, it's still there. I see it in my mind's eye. I saw it in my mind's eye last night as I was not able to go to sleep, despite how tired I was and, um, you know, digesting all this information and thoughts and feelings of everything that has gone on. And even just the past few days, the possibilities of where we could end up being in the short and long term with a um, deep state, total deep state takeover, China takeover, really. I mean, China's one of the big ones behind it. So is the Vatican. Um, do you think the Vatican's all squeaky clean? I mean, we're about to find some stuff out about them. But I'm not here to make accusations or anything about a religion. There's just some evil people in or race as well. There's just not some, I would say, argue a lot, but definitely some at the very top and many doing their dirty work, um, you know, in the, in the middle and at the very bottom. So we definitely have a huge enemy. And you know what I find really interesting? Well, not, not, not that surprising and maybe not interesting, I guess kind of interesting. Um, I'm seeing the, the image of the beast and I'm not talking about, you know, being chipped and all that kind of stuff. I'm seeing images of the devil now everywhere, you know, uh, there's some, there's a commercial or something about someone sitting there with the, I don't know, I haven't watched it yet. I'm seeing, I went, uh, I went on base today and I did a little bit of looking at some sports equipment and I was looking at, um, some Under Armour uh, workout pants. And uh, there was a, you know, a beast image, like a, like a devil horn thing. And I thought, well, this is really weird. Why is this on, why is this on the pants? Right. And I, I already kind of know, I mean, my mind already picked up on it. So I was just like, yeah, I I just don't want to, I don't want to wear that. It just doesn't, doesn't appeal to me. (laughs) Um, And we're seeing all that kind of stuff now. And all I could think about was going back to the light, the little light, well, flame, if you will, burning in a lot of darkness, a lot of confusion, a lot of, you know, somber feeling and feelings of defeat, feelings of it's over we've lost and there's nothing we can do and all that kind of stuff. It takes a lot of courage to say that. I actually posted something very simple about it on my Facebook page, knowing that the attacks would come. Not too many. wasn't too bad. There are a lot of people, though, that truly want Biden in. 
And, uh, you know, there, and there's people who just don't know what to think or what to believe. You can't just tell them. It's just, you know, um, I just keep telling people just watch and wait because I, that flame in my mind is still burning and Donald Trump, that's Donald Trump, that flame that whatever it, and, and it's his cards, what cards is he playing next? He even said the next two weeks, so this was on the sixth, the next two weeks are going, you're going, you're going to be very interesting. You're going to, I'm going, you know, I think it's like, there's a lot of evidence or something is some major stuff is going to be revealed. Let's just put it that way. So there's a lot of floating theories around out there. There's a lot of, what do we believe? Where do we go? As the president has been shut down as well. Um, he's being slowly shut down. I think pretty soon it's going to be a done deal. He's not, he's not going to hear from him at all because you won't be able to. And other people are tweeting on his behalf and some of them are starting to um, get censored and deleted off, off of Twitter and Facebook as well. And the more that this happens, what's going to happen? People are going to start to really be in the dark. And they're not going to know where to go. And there's a lot of people who aren't sure about, well, information they might find on YouTube. I get all kinds of remarks about YouTube videos and other video sources and anything that isn't mainstream is all fake or conspiracy theorists. And it's just so interesting when people do that. So what happens? The people who really aren't sure where to go, what to do, who to listen to and all that kind of stuff they're going to go back to the mainstream media because they're going to have no choice or they're going to feel that they have no choice. If that's you or you find yourself in that position, I can't tell you what to do. This is not a communist, you know, or socialist kind of um, podcast, but just resist, resist that urge to do it. Tune in here, go to the X22 report. Um, there is also, you know, Praying Medic. Um, if you go on to BitChute, you can find a lot of Patriot um, news and information sources. You can go to Amazing Polly's channel. Just look at all of this stuff. I know it seems like, well, I'm removing mainstream and now I'm replacing it with a different narrative. And so that can't be good either. No, you can't. You can't look at it that way. And maybe, maybe it might be that way in the beginning. But just draw on sources where people don't, you know, have um, an agenda necessarily. Now, I do agree that some people do deserve to get paid for the work that they do. They do a lot of research. They bring a lot of news. A lot of them just ask for donations, especially the fact that they can't be on YouTube, um, you know, which is a paid platform, as we know. And I don't think there's really any other paid platform. There might be some other possibilities. So, yeah, some of them ask for donations. Some of them have affiliate links, you know, but their content is always free, you know? And, uh, so that's, that's the important thing to remember. And some people like, uh, X-22 guy, he is, you know, he's been shut down in multiple places and he is concerned he may get shut down completely off of BitChute, possibly Rumble. Um, I think he's on one other video platform as well too. And he does have a, um, you know, a service where you can pay to access all of his reports. 
if that does happen, he already has that service up and running. So it is behind a paywall and it's on a private server. And this is kind of where we're headed with things right now. Um, that could change. That could change. But um, I think even when all is said and done after this month, um, I still believe that we will see a President Trump in the office still, in the Oval Office still. I don't think it's over. Um, and, you know, it takes a lot of courage to stand there because people, um, you know, it's not the it's not the main narrative out there again. Uh, it looks a certain way and people are taking all that information at face value and whatever is said, Oh yeah, he's conceded. It's over. It's done. We're throwing in the towel. Some people are partying and uh, happy about it and celebrating. And of course, then there are the high percentage of Trump supporters and I'm seeing people still holding on. And one guy I listened to today, um, I don't really know his, I can't remember his name, but he said, you know, get some grit in your bellies. And I was like, yeah, you know, get that grit, hold on, trust that your president, if you voted for him or if you, um, but just trust that your president who's been saying over and over again, that he will not concede and that he will never give up and that he'll never back down. Trust that he has not done that. Um, he has, he has brought so much to the forefront. Some, those of us who have really see it and see all this information, don't think for a second that he didn't have anything to do with it. I'm not saying every piece of information, but a lot of the leaks, a lot of information, a lot of the stuff that's happened and changed and come to light. He has, don't think that he hasn't been at the forefront of that. It's been a drip feed because, you know, you can't just come out and say, blah, here is all of the, this is everything. People would look at you like, what? He's really off his rocker. No, because people, most people are not ready for that much information all at once. It definitely didn't take me one day to figure some things out or to see things differently. It took me a long time. I would say months, but you know, I, a lot of stuff I was seeing kind of led up to this year. And then this year was kind of like, it was accelerated, but it was still took me some time. It was day by day, month by month, week by week. And I feel like I've come full circle with that. So for you, the listener, I'm so glad that you tuned in and listened to um, this episode, this latest episode of the fringe following. I really encourage you to take some of this to heart, take a look at, you know, and even those who around you, um, who may be feeling as though that it's, we're, it's at, we're at a loss and and now communism is totally full blown going to be in the U S or, or whatever their concerns might be. Now we're going to have the globalists and their great reset, or we've lost and things like that. Don't look at it like that. You know, it's hard not to, it's hard to stand in that place. It's hard to be the one to say, you know what? I can see the flame burning. I can see that it's not over. And how do you prove that? Right? It's in the mind, it's in my mind's eye. It's in my heart. It's in the feelings that I have. It's with me wherever I go. And I cannot 
turn that away. I mean, I could try, but I would deny everything I know. And this is not about winning. This is not about being in denial that it's, that it's over. Um, a lot of people are pegging it that way. Okay, that's fine. You can think or feel whatever you want, but that's not what this is. And, um, if you're feeling that, if you're feeling that something is still coming and something is, it's not over and it just can't be, and it just doesn't quite make sense. And, and all of it, and you're hearing what I'm saying and the, the threads I'm kind of pulling at right now, and maybe some heartstrings, you know, share this with your family and friends or share the perspective or the thoughts that you may feel when you hear this. And remember that flame is still burning. It's still going. The truth is still going to come out on a whole other level. What that card, what those cards all exactly look like, what date or how it all goes down or whatever it is that's going to happen. I have no idea either. There is, there are many different ways this could go, but rather than worry about that, I'm going to focus on the light. I'm going to focus on that light that's burning and we need to carry those flames for our president, but not just for our president, just as they said many times at the rally on this past Wednesday, January 6th, not just for the president, but for the constitution, for the United States of America, the last stand on planet earth, the last place that has a constitution and freedom. I mean, we haven't had a lot of it this past year, but this, why do you think they want it so bad? It's not just because, just because they, they can't handle not having control of it. No, 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 no. There's so much more to it. So take that to heart and remember that this fight's not over. And if we don't carry that flame, then we'll, we'll let it go out. So carry that flame. And when I say carry the flame, I don't mean get angry and have arguments and all that kind of stuff. It's not worth it. And it creates further division. You don't want to be an enemy. You want to be an ally. You want to act as though, and as if we are literally all in this together. Yeah. There's going to be some ugly times. There's going to be some nastiness. There's always going to be people out there, you know, who we know kind of in the, I guess with Antifa and the mobs, those are still going to exist. Unfortunately, no matter what, the deep state will not stop. And we have to remember that this is a relentless fight and pursuit for freedom. And it didn't, it never really stopped. I just think that we got comfortable. We got complacent. We didn't see all of this stuff. Now, are you seeing it? It's, it's not that maybe necessarily anyone just woke up and decided to be that way. We got complacent through a lot of different means. And now it's time to decide, do you want what the globalists want? Or do you want a free America like Donald Trump wants. Listen, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you take what I say to heart and uh, you have yourself a wonderful day, a wonderful weekend. And uh, don't forget to continue to carry the flame. Goodbye.